This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Four Play Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. Today's episode is a Q&A episode. And if you would like us to answer your questions, you can send them to us at hello at foreplay.com or you can go to foreplay.com slash ask. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y. And um, ask us some questions and we can answer them on our podcast. Our first one came in from foreplay.com slash ask and they said, newer to the lifestyle and maybe this is an odd question, but I'm curious how other navigate this one. We have met this really amazing couple and all four of us have crazy schedules. We finally found a date. All four of us are free for some playtime, but I'm pretty sure Auntie Flo in quotations will show up just in time. How do all the lovely ladies handle the situation when they have an event or meetup? I know there are some ways to delay your cycle or medications, but what do y'all do? Thank you so much. You two are badass. I'll go ahead and take the reins on That's what this I was going to say. I feel like you should answer this question. I'll chime in if I want to add anything, but I feel like this is more of a your question for sure. Ladies, listen. Menstrual disc. Two words, menstrual disc. Your life is going to be changed. I don't wear tampons anymore in general and I only wear menstrual discs and so I get the ones that are silicone they also have they kind of look like the diva cups but they're different because of how like it's shaped so it's silicone so it's reusable they also have ones that are not reusable so it's just like a one-time use and then you can empty it and then throw it away I just recommend to make sure that you empty and clean it out and then insert it back in before you start your playtime. even on my heaviest flow days it still doesn't leak out as as long as you do empty it out beforehand and I'll talk about how it feels for me, and then Jace can chime in on how it feels yes, for him. Yes, I can do that. I can do that for sure. <laughs> so the way that you put it in, like, it's kind of scary at first if you haven't used one before, and you're like, how is this, like, how can you have sex with this in? But I got mine from online, and I will link in the show notes below where you can find similar ones. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them at the drugstore or at the grocery store, I believe. I know you can get cups there. I'm pretty sure you can get discs there too. So I do want to talk about how a menstrual cup differs from a menstrual disc. A menstrual disc is insertable and it's supposed to provide about 12 hours of protection and you can have mess-free sex on your period. And it can also help minimize cramps. With a cup, you cannot have sex with it when you do have a cup in. I'm looking this up and I'm reading this from healthline.com. So I wanted, it's, it's gonna sound kind of uh, medical, <laughs> but I wanted to be correct with this, but a cup sits in your vagina. Vagina. <laughs> a cup sits in your vagina below your cervix. <laughs> I start that over. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> okay. A cup sits in your pussy below your cervix and extends into your canal, depending on the type of brand that you choose. And a disc, on the other hand, fits back into your vaginal fornix, which is where your vaginal canal meets your cervix. And they're both comfortable whenever you feel it or whenever you put it in, but a disc, I feel like, is so much more comfortable. I can't even feel it at all whenever I have it in in general. And 
and it is a little bit scary the first time you use it and how you insert it in. You kind of have to like fold it and then insert it and then kind of push it up behind like your vaginal wall. I don't know the correct medical wordings for this, but like it feels like a wall that you'll feel and then you'll you'll kind That's of push the it up. Wall. Yeah, the pussy wall. <laughs> That's so medically correct. <laughs> and whenever you pull it out, I will say, if you have nails, like fake nails, or if your nails are long, it is difficult, a little a little bit more difficult to take <laughs> to take out, not difficult to put in. I am going to talk about a little funny story that happened actually very recently. Yeah, it was like five days ago. Yeah, okay. So I've been wearing these discs for maybe two years now. I mean, it's been a while. I've never got one stuck before okay and I know this sounds scary ladies but <laughs> my nails like grew out we were on temptation cruise and then um I we're going on another we're currently on a cruise right now that's like 10 days and I didn't want to take all of them off because I do like my own gel x and stuff and so I just uh filed the base down by the cuticle so I can kind of like in a way do my own fill. Anyway, my nails are really long and a lot longer than I'm used to having. I couldn't get my menstrual disc out. And this was like right before we were leaving for our trip. And it's like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and we were going to drive to Galveston. And I was even like, I know this sounds crazy, TMI, but I was even using like a small spoon to like insert in there to hook it, to bring it out because like my nails couldn't. And also make sure you're washing your hands very well before and after. I mean, you guys can look at videos on how to like actually put it in and take it out and like read stuff. But anyway, so Jace came into the rescue. Not all heroes wear capes. So some of them are Jace. <laughs> so he, I was like, okay, I think I might need your help to take my menstrual disc out. And he's such a, what's it called? What's it called? Um, not a winner. He's such a... Good sport, is that what it is? I don't know the word is for that. I don't know. I will say, I'm like a wingman? No, no, not a wingman. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck it's called? I feel like this is love. This is real love, you know? So I was like, I need your help to take out my menstrual disc because it's stuck because I can't take it out with my fingers. And I had been working on it for like 20 minutes. Anyway, so I'm laying there. I put a towel down on the bed and I hadn't taken this out for like a while. Like this thing was full. <laughs> I'm laying there and I was like, like, I was explaining to him how to do it. I was like, insert it in with your pussy hands and like, you're going to feel a lip and then you're going to pull it out. And he was like trying to get it out. And he, he was like, I, I, I can't do it. And then he like kind of turned it around to like kind of put some air like in it, if that makes sense. Anyways, he was doing this blind too. I mean, obviously you can't really see any, I mean, women, we would do this blind as well. But uh, yeah, he was like kind of feeling in there and then he took it out and Hurrah! Here we go. We didn't have to go to the doctor before our vacation. Anyways, back to the sexy stuff. I just thought that was a funny, funny thing that happened. It See, was we... funny. <laughs> it was funny. And it might happen to you, okay? So especially if you're having sex beforehand and it sometimes it will get pushed up higher. So it's just something that maybe take note of, but your partner or somebody can help you get it out. It wasn't even that hard, right? No, once I like got the hang of it, it's very different than fingering somebody getting these <laughs> things out. It's a very different movement. But once I figured out, but the scariest part was my like I was like kind of pushing to get around it, right? And your eyes were like getting big, and I was like, "Does this hurt?" And you're like, "No." And was, well, it feels like when you're like at the gynecologist and they like put in that spectrum no, thingy. No, I, I would imagine it would feel yeah, yeah, interesting. That's why. But, like, no, I, so I wasn't like I was just like trying not to hurt you. But I was like, I need to get in there to get this bitch out, and then. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, you weren't gonna hurt me with the fingers in there. I think we're okay. <laughs> Back to sexy stuff. Okay, so whenever someone's fucking me, I can't really feel it. It doesn't really feel that different. Actually, to me, it, sometimes it'll feel like a little bit better because it's kind of like getting pushed, pushed in a little bit or pushed like, I don't know how exactly to explain it, but it pushes a little bit more. And so then I feel like it kind of feels better sometimes i don't know it definitely doesn't feel bad it doesn't hurt or anything and it's mess free i've used it with jace i've used it with other people in the lifestyle um i don't really know like the etiquette with that i don't really feel like since because i have something in and it's typically mess free i don't feel like i need to announce that i'm on my period or anything so i personally haven't but i can see how if you would want to let everybody know, you could. Um, I just haven't ever had somebody be like, oh, that was weird. Um, if you somebody does finger you though, I, again, Jace will kind of get more into this, but you can feel it if someone's fingering you a little bit more, but the person who's fingering you would definitely be able to feel it. So I guess that's something that maybe it would be good to tell yeah. other people, I guess. But I also don't know, like I've also had it in with people fingering me and like, no one was like alarmed or anything so i think that also it might be pretty well like known about yeah. in general yeah so from my end definitely fingering does feel it's not funny but you feel like it almost feels like meshy to me i don't know if that's like the mesh. right it's not really mesh i don't know what it is it's like it's like it's like this semi-resistance that you feel but like it doesn't feel like it's just like you're aware that it's there right yeah. but it doesn't feel like you're not doing something right and so Finger-wise, I feel like that's the only time I notice it. If, I, if I'm if i fucking you, and, like, since we don't wear condoms together, I feel like every once in a while, if it's, like, just the right angle, like, I'll feel it, like, rubbing a little bit. It doesn't hurt at all, but you can just feel it doesn't, like, it didn't slide, like, quite as... But it's so slight, because I remember it's one so time slight. we were having sex, and I thought I had it in, because it was, like, towards the end of my period, and mm -hmm. I thought I had it in, and I was like, oh, I forgot to take out my cup, like, could you feel it? And you were like, I think I felt it a little bit, and, I, and then I went in, and I was like, oh, wait, I'm not wearing yeah, my so cup. Yeah, so it could be completely <laughs> mental. I know lots of times you're like, oh, I, I had it in, and I was like, oh, I had no clue. Yeah. So if anything, it's very rarely, and I can only imagine, I, I there was one time that a girl... Like, we found out a girl was on her period and was wearing one after we did stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, with a condom on, there was no way ever that I feel like my dick could tell that there was something. It really makes zero difference. I just think it's fun because, like, whenever you were on your period, I felt like we didn't really ever have sex because you never felt the sexiest and made a mess. And so we didn't have, like, period sex very yeah. often. But now we can, mm -hmm. which is great. And the other thing I was going to say and kind of wrap this question up is when it comes to like other people playing, I know that we have some friends and she told me one time, she was like, I was so sick of like dates getting canceled because of it. And so she was like, I have my own. And then I have like the disposable ones. Like you talked about that she will That's bring right. yeah. so that she can give to a girl what if a she's hero. on her period, which honestly, I think on like a cruise or something, having a couple of them in case a girl starts her period and isn't aware of disc it's like a really nice thing to be able to give somebody. It seems like a condom, right? So she was like, I didn't want any more dates to get canceled because of me or somebody else this happening to. So they carry around like the disposable ones just to give to a girl too. So I think that it's becoming more normalized and it's, I think it's fucking cool. So yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, menstrual discs, 
just look it up. You can find Soft Discs. I know that's a um, a brand that's like pretty popular. I just have like an off-brand one. They have small ones and larger ones for if your flow is heavier or not. Yeah. And you can, you can like, I know you can switch your birth control if you're taking birth control. I've done that before it. and it doesn't. Yeah, we have a friend know, who did it, to. but like, I think that is an option if you want to look into it, if you didn't want to wear a disc, there is like ways to do that. But I think a menstrual disc is easily the best way to handle, handle anti-flow, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> our second question also comes from our submission form at foreplay.com slash ask. And they say, hello, my boyfriend and I have been swinging together for about a year and a half. We have checked out all the websites and met our first couple through SDC. We've met with them and done some soft swapping. Since then, we've reached out to many couples on all different sites and do not get any responses. We're a younger couple, male 23, female 22. We are not married, but in a long-term relationship. We've been listening to your podcast for a while. We were wondering if, because of our age and marital status, if that is the reason we have not been receiving any responses. We are planning on going to some clubs next month, and we were wondering what the next steps could be for us since we're younger and the websites aren't working for us. I will start this one since you asked out that last question. So this is, I think, going to be kind of a multiple-part answer with this. So our journey started when we were 22, and that is extremely young for the lifestyle. I feel like, honestly, under 25, I feel like it's very young for the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And honestly, even under 30 is young. Under 35 is still pretty young for the lifestyle. Yeah. But especially when you're in your early 20s. So to answer the first part, the websites are probably like a good way to start because you can find people maybe that are closer to your age if that's what you're looking for. Because I know that whenever we were that young, we had people tell us, like, you guys are too young. We're not going to, like, people couldn't take us seriously. Even though we had been together for seven years at this point. Like, we yeah. were stable. But people were like, well, you're just too young. I think that some people do get into their head, and like, this couple's really young. And so they're probably not communicating well enough. They're probably not on a good enough page to be able to do this. And so I think that there is people that have that mindset out there. And that probably causes some of this issue because I know that we faced it. And also just because of the demographic in general is, you know, twice as old as what this couple currently is. And so with that, that's why it's people, that's why I find it more likely that people are finding younger people less mature or yeah. you know, in quotations mature because yeah. I'm sure they're mature I mean we were mature enough to do it and also there's couples who are older you know in their 40s and 50s who still aren't always communicating so it's really not just always an age thing but I think it's just a like stereotype yeah. or just like an automatic thing that's like I would prefer to not mess with that I want to briefly touch on the marital status thing I don't think that that is really a make or break thing I'm sure that there is going to be couples like, oh, they're not married, so they're not serious, so whatever. Like, I won't mess with. Like, I'm sure that there's some people like that. I think it is more just the age over the marital, marital status because I think if a couple was 45 and had been together for five years or six years, people were like, oh, well, they're not married yet. Like, I think no one would say that. So I think that that one probably isn't true except a few people just randomly think that. From our personal experience, it's never been about marriage when it came to how couples have communicated and how we've had good experiences. We've, we had an experience with a couple that we were probably like 27 at the time. I think they were in their younger twenties, like 23, 24. They had been together for like five months and it was such a good experience. And so in that short period of time, they had learned how to communicate well enough, what they wanted, how they wanted it, what they were okay with. And it was a great experience, but we've been together or we've been with couples that 
they've been together for, you know, a while. They've been married for a while. They're older. Like 15, 20 years plus. Yeah. yeah. And it goes, it went poorly before. Mm-hmm. And because they couldn't communicate. So it's really not about even like how long you've been together. I think it's just about your communication. As a general rule, probably the longer you've been together, the better it would be as a general rule, just because you've had time to think about these things, have these conversations. I mean, you know, we talked about being a lifestyle for a year before we ever even had an experience. We'd been like slowly talking about things. So I'm sure that plays some role into it. But I think at the end of the day, it really just comes down to communication. So for this couple, you know, being that young, some people might just assume that you really can't communicate. So a place like a club might be a great idea because you can go in, actually meet people and they can see oh, they know how to talk. They know how to communicate. They've had an experience before. They've done all of those things. And I think that a club might be a place to find some people. I wanted to touch on the young age thing too, because whenever we were uh, 22, 23, like before 25, because of the average demographic, a lot of people actually were like, oh, you're our kid's age. And I think that that also is probably like another factor too because I think that like whenever some people I mean we don't have kids but I can only imagine if I like saw somebody who were my kids age like and I was you know like in my 40s or 50s and like somebody was 20 or even if I you know even if you had them young or whatever I feel like that would be a mental block for me too you know so like I, I know that people have said that about us before or to us before this one person this is kind of a off the tangent yeah <laughs> no not off the tangent i mean it's just a funny story yeah so i think we, i know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> we were on a cruise and, a lifestyle cruise yeah lifestyle cruise and um this guy came up to us and he was he was talking to us we were having a conversation and then he was like you look just like my son and his wife <laughs> And uh, was just telling us how much we reminded him of his And, like, kids. she was Vietnamese, too. Like, the yeah. whole, the, she talked about grandkids the whole, the whole bit. And then, like, after saying all of that to us, like, invited us, like, to their home, like, in a different state. Like, and it was sexual. Like a sexual interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, ah, I so don't. It's clearly not a mental block for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, anyways, yeah, I thought that was, that was a funny story. But uh, going back to the marital status, so Jason and I are married. We've been married since 2015, but we never wear wedding rings because we get eczema. <laughs> so <laughs> such a like lame reason to not. Well, it's not a lame reason. Um, I mean, I'd love to wear like my ring more, but we worked in the medical field for a long time, and we having to wash our hands all the time and stuff. It just made more sense to not wear it because I mean, it was bad. Like we'd literally get like really dry itchy skin all yeah Yeah. all around our hands and everything and I even started wearing it again and then I had to again take like recently um again had to take it off because I started getting eczema and getting really itchy anyway so we never wear wedding rings I don't wear like silicone ones or anything like that either a ring doesn't to me I don't feel like I need a ring to be you know connected to you or to you know like I don't need to be showing that or anything personally we haven't ever had somebody reject us because we weren't wearing wedding rings so I don't think that that really has much to do with it because I I think people assume 
I think people just assume if you're in the lifestyle, you're probably in like at least a long-term serious relationship. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. If you're going on a vacation or maybe you have a gift that you want to give your other lifestyle friends and you're looking for lifestyle clothing, we have the best apparel on the market for you. We have not only clothing, bikinis, swimsuits, we have backpacks, tumblers, cups, anything that you can name. We probably have it. You can find that at foreplay.com shop. Let's say you're at a party, you're going on a vacation, Vacation. You know, things are moving a little bit slow. Maybe you want some conversation to flow. Maybe you want to move stuff towards play. Well, we have the perfect game for you. It's called Four Play the Game. It is a digital and physical lifestyle icebreaker game. And you can find out all about it at foreplay.com slash games. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash games. If you don't have a lifestyle vacation planned or resort or a cruise planned, why not? You can join us. You can find that at foreplay.com slash playcation. We have not only information about the events and trips that will be on this year, but also other options for you as well. And it doesn't cost any extra for you to book through our links, but helps us a lot, helps us continue to be able to make this type of content for you now back to the show and other than clubs because honestly even at clubs we our home club in dallas like colette dallas is super busy i mean there's like 200 couples any given saturday night and even going there we don't usually find like a ton of people in their younger to mid 20s and we've been going there for like eight years it is getting younger though i feel yeah. like the demographic is like well, it's not even getting younger it's it's broadening right there is mm-hmm. younger people along with people in their you know 30s 40s 50s 60s and up so it's just like there's more people of all ages now even though we do have that luxury of a lot of couples coming like we still don't quite find like couples that we always vibe with like even at the club and so I would say that, and tell me if you agree or not, but honestly, Temptation Cruise, I think, is going to be your best bet about finding couples who are younger or closer, at least, to your age, like a fun party environment, and the cruise over the resort is a lot more lifestyle. I feel like their resort does have a younger vibe, too, but has a lot of singles and a lot of just kind of more like adult spring break, whereas the cruise I feel like is a majority of couples. And we actually met a couple who were 22 and 23. They're either both 23 or 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. And um, they were having a fantastic time on Temptation Cruise, let me tell you. And they were very fun. <laughs> we, we also had a fantastic time on Temptation Cruise. With them. <laughs> and, there was, and, then, and then one of the other one of the other people in uh, one of the other couples in that there was an orgy, and yeah. she's twenty six. Yeah, and then whenever we met we met her last year, and she she was twenty five. And so there are a lot of oh, and then we met uh, we met a lot of people in their like young twenties and mid twenties this time on yeah. Temptation Cruise. I feel like the twenty twenty three Temptation Cruise was like the youngest, most like vibrant, attractive crowd I've seen in the lifestyle ever like yeah. any event and there's agree, yeah and i i think that it's just going to keep going like that because this year was better than last year and i i can just assume that next year is going to be the same if not even better so i want to say for everyone listening the demographic is not like everyone's in their 20s like i would say it's 35 to 45 is still maybe the biggest population of people where usually it's like 40 45 to, 50. to yeah, 45 yeah so it definitely is like skewing younger than your average lifestyle crowd as a general rule 
I'll say most people still get that 35 to 45. But for the lifestyle, I feel like that is a relatively younger crowd. And the fact that you have a lot of people, you know, in their mid 20s and even young 20s is saying a lot because it's it's just not that prevalent in the lifestyle to have people in their young. And like, I think a lot of the reason is because lots of time people haven't had enough time to mm-hmm. figure this out or communicate or people have children and they're taking care of their kids. They don't have time for that. So I understand why, but I would also recommend Temptation if you are... Temptation Cruise. T- cruise, yeah. And there's like 2,500 people on there. So you're you're bound to like make some connections and everybody's on there at the same time. And you can listen to our review on Temptation Cruise. We also have YouTube videos. Um, we have vlogs coming out too that we did at Temptation Cruise of this year if anybody is interested in that. And if you do want to come on Temptation Cruise in 2024, if you guys book through our links, you'll be part of the Four Play Squad and we do different exclusive activities and dinners and we just try to make it to where the community is able to, you know, make friends with each other and just make connections. And it was so freaking amazing last year. And so I just hope it gets bigger and bigger and the community is able to grow and we're all able to make more and more connections. But you can find all the information at foreplay.com slash cruise. We have all of the different cruises on there, including the Temptation Cruise. And booking through our links is free for you, but helps us out a ton. And then you just get extra stuff like the activities and the exclusive swag and I try to do something to where we have something where we all match one day which is fun I think whenever the themes come out next year I would love to like do like a big group theme that would be really fun but anyway and this is the last thing I'm gonna say these have been two very long answers to these questions but I think these are really great questions and I like to like go in depth so the last thing I'm gonna say I think to wrap up this answer is when you are that young just don't get discouraged just keep looking for people and with time you will find people one just as you age you will find more people because there'll be more people that are probably open to younger people but also when we first started it was like few and far in between when we found couples that we really were able to vibe with but if you're just consistent you know keep messaging people you know go to your local clubs and with time you will find those people and just just know you know it's it's not you there's always going to be reasons that you know people don't really mesh or fit along but keep trying and you will you'll find the right couples i don't think that this particular couple because it doesn't sound like they're only trying to find people their age too but um just in general if you are younger being open to all different ages and not just being stuck in like a specific demographic because that's what we did at the beginning that was one of the biggest mistakes that we made um it's just to be open to it because even if somebody's not in your age demographic it's not like you can't make a connection with them and another thing is if you haven't already try field so field is an app and it's called uh, it's spelled f-e E-E-L-D. It's kind of like a Tinder in a way for um, poly and open relationships in general. And so I think that you'll probably find more on there uh, depending on your area. I will say with that, we have met much more flaky people True. there yeah. than on like SDC or Cassidy or a website like that. So that's why we prefer like the in-person places like mm-hmm. events or clubs, cruises, especially like all of these things because you can't like really fake a you know, you're in person, you're meeting organically there. Like you're going to make that connection quicker and not having to like plan so much in the meantime. But so hopefully that kind of 
helped answer some of those questions for these people specifically than anyone else out there that has been wondering things like this. So hopefully it helped you out. But let's go ahead and jump into Bell and Jace's weekly obsessions. Why don't you go first, love? My weekly obsessions are, okay, so there's this one song from the girl Pee Pee Cocaine. <laughs> Her name is spelled like the letter P, the letter P, cocaine. And I'm pretty sure she got really popular from TikTok, but there's a song called S-L-U-T. That spells slut, if you didn't know. <laughs> but uh, it's so fun. It kind of gives me like a Kim Petras, like slut pop vibes a little bit. Um, the music video is fun because she's in like a cheerleader outfit that says like slut on yeah, it. And she's like, S-L-U-T, slut, what's up? Don't think my line unless you know you want to fuck. And I was like, that's so swinger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great swinger anthem. It really is. Um, and then the other weekly obsession I have is Fenty by Rihanna. Her makeup line, there is a highlighter called Diamond Balm. And I've had it for a while, but I've more recently starting to use it again. And it's, God, it's so, so, so beautiful. It's like the most pretty sparkles. Like every time I wear it, I use like a fan brush and I brush it all over like my arms and my collarbones, like chest area, my decollete, is that what it's called? I think so. But especially on like whenever I'm really tan, I mean, it is like the most spark. Every time I wear it, I get compliments. And so it is such a pretty highlighter. It's like um almost like a reflex glitter almost. It's not like shimmer. It's shimmer, but it's more like really fine glitter. And I would highly recommend it to anyone because it's absolutely gorgeous. Really pretty on the eyes too. I'll just take a little bit on my, like the pad of my finger and put it on top of my eyeshadow. Ugh, I love it. My two obsessions are, number one is Too Hot to Handle. We watched the first season a very long time ago, like right whenever it came out, and then we kind of forgot about it. And we've been working on some stuff lately on the computer, and we started watching Too Hot to Handle, like season two, and then now we're on season three. And I've actually really been enjoying that show. It's, it's nice to see like, people like change and like you can see how I don't know like the show is all about these like sexually driven people and then you can tell like some of them have been like hurt through love and they're learning how to like re-love again I don't know it's just like it's wholesome but funny but I don't know I just and tell really... them how it like what the the base of the show actually is the base of the show if you've never seen it is all these like horny people that are single come in they come in thinking they're gonna just like have this wild party summer and then they like learn that they're not allowed to have sex or kiss or do anything sexual whatsoever or else they lose. Even masturbate. Yeah, and then they lose money from like this pot of money that the whole team could win. And it's basically like they learn how to connect in other ways other than sex. And there's all they bring in all these mentors. I don't know, I just think it's. It's so good. It's a really like, good it show. sounds like. Like a guilty, I mean, it is one of those guilty pleasure shows, but it actually is like very wholesome. Yeah. And Jason and I have always thought that this for swingers would be like, like a touch show like this, where it's not like, I feel like so many swingers need, because we have like the, a lot of us have that communication down and we're pretty open and we're pretty accepting to, you know, growth, right? Like I, I do feel that. So, but I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe, Maybe not like helping, having mentors come in and help couples because there would be like challenges and tests, right? So imagine like all of these couples come in and you think you're all going to party and then it's like, actually, you guys can't have sex or any kind of self-gratification, no sexual anything with anyone else or your partner or else you lose money for like, the, you know, and then 
it would be a great show. I agree. Netflix, yeah. hello. If there's any Netflix executives <laughs> listening yeah, right now, you guys should do that. Please let us pitch this idea because I think it would be. And a really then fun bring show. us on. Yeah. And then we'll win. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other obsession is I know this, this is kind of a late obsession, but I've really been liking Wordle. Uh, <laughs> you I, have been really. It was really Wordle. popular for like a long time. I feel like it kind of fell off. Maybe it's still played all the time. I started playing again, though, and I've really been enjoying playing it every single day. So, Wordle, that's my other obsession. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast again. Hopefully, your answers were able to help with any of these questions that maybe you already had. And hopefully, it helps to the listeners who put in the questions for us to answer. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we make videos and vlogs about the swinging lifestyle. Head to foreplay.com slash YouTube to watch and subscribe. We have the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined called Foreplay the Game that's both digital and physical. It's perfect for breaking the ice and spicing up any party. You can find more information at foreplay.com slash games. We also have the best swinger lifestyle, kinky, and adult humor clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com slash shop. If you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links at foreplay.com slash travel really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and more. You can find all our current social media accounts at foreplay.com slash socials. And I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at onlyfans.com slash VIP. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. Lastly, we're on SDC and Cassidy at Foreplay, and you can get a free full membership trial by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!